Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Of course I'm wearing a Game of Thrones t-shirt, I'm that kind of guy. Live from Studio C, Si Senor, a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound, and to kick off a brand new week. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. The wolf! The wolf got the, the throne. The wolf is in charge. I tell you what, Baxter, really excited. He was jumping around the room, barking. He loved that ending. I have no idea what that means, of course. There's a wolf in it, Jack. While, while I am wearing a Game of Thrones t-shirt, I have not seen one second of the show. Technically a dire wolf. Back to you, Jack. A what wolf? A dire wolf. All wolves are not dire wolves, but all dire wolves are wolves. All right. There will be no spoilers. Don't worry. We'll warn you. Should have watched it if you don't want a spoiler. All right. Jack, has it, at it. there hasn't been anything worth spoiling on the show for about a season and a half. Jack's a TV hardliner. <laughs> you want to hear spoilers? Don't you ought to watch it. I'll get live like a man or a woman or a child <laughs> or a dog. <laughs> eh, boy. Brand new week. You know what a new week means? Oh, I'm telling Pregnant you. with possibilities. Everything could come together just the way everything you've been lining up and everything for that quarterly bonus or whatever could all come together this week. This is the week! Or you could be marched to your car with a box. In some weeks, you root for that, don't you? Sometimes you think, you know what? I need a little kick in the butt get me going a different direction. Just right. do it. They'd be doing me a favor. Now I'm jobless. But at least i got to do something different. How do you feel about the billionaire paying off that class's uh, student loans? I will tell you this. My reaction is somewhat more complex than the mouth-breathing paste-eaters of cable news. No kidding. When I heard that, I thought, oh, man, are we going to cheer this every time this happens? Like it's an un- like it's a heart transplant. Like you're helping out a family whose kid needs a heart. Right. And there's no way they could afford it. We're going we're gonna to bail out a completely broken screwed up system and act Corrupt, like bloated and act like it's just inevitable that that worked that way so you know various fundraisers or charities or billionaires need to come along and bail these people out rather than fix the problem knowledge is free it's all available everywhere we got a stupid system where people go in hundreds of thousands of dollars into debt and then when a billionaire pays it off how nice so fantastic if i'm the family i think oh that's cool oh yeah that, i'm that's, relieved that's handy but yeah. uh does does anybody? I'm listening to Bernie yesterday on one of the talk shows with the got the price of the universities. We need to pay. Nobody's running on. Let's fix this stupid system. Right. Knowledge is free. There's no reason it should cost this much. I haven't heard one person ever say that. No. No. 
It's all how much money can we give of other taxpayers to uh, to students to pay for this? Candidates are a combination of mommy and Santa Claus, and not like smart mommy who digs in and solves problems, but just hugs you and kisses you and gives you stuff. Yeah, the idea of this is this is a serious issue in our society. We need to fix it. Some no. some billionaire, I didn't point it out to you if you didn't hear it over the weekend, it was a college graduation time, and a billionaire gave a big speech and said, I'm paying all your college debt. And everybody cheered like crazy. And I was hoping he'd follow that up with a a, a bit of a little speech on why the system screwed up or how it ought to be fixed, and then say, but it's not your fault, so I'm going to pay for it. No, he just said, future classes, you've got to do the same. you got to pay it forward. Alum, I'm looking at you. you got to do the no, same as me. No, you fix the system. You don't. You don't. You don't allow this to continue to exist. Well, that's then, crazy. And and we'll get into this more later. But this is an absolutely perfect case study in unintended consequences, which we will explain. Awesome. What effect will it have on future classes of kids? What will their behavior be given the expectation that this will or might happen? We will discuss. Awesome. Mm. The so, wolf is going to rule with an iron paw. I'll tell you this: it has no patience for intrigue. Suspect anybody's going to try to take the Iron Throne from him and just rip their throat out. So your thirty is your thirty second Game of Thrones reca- recap is. when we get to it, Sean. Is that a recap of last night's episode of the season or of the entire show? Uh, and it'll just well with thirty seconds, I can only do so much. Uh, not but, and <laughs> not. <laughs> it'll be about last night's show. Not okay. much. I was thinking thirty seconds on the entire Game of Thrones thing. I could prepare something Maybe on that a too. Completely separate one. That's just the thirty second. Game of Thrones series fina- series recap. I would like to hear that as a guy who never watched it. Joe Strummer wrote the line in 1980, the leader of the Clash. Everybody wants to rule the world. That's your line. That's your your summary. I don't yeah. want to rule the world. And then and then you rule the world, and then you're dead, and somebody else does. Mm. There, you, that's that's it. It was a little cheesy that they had that underlying the montage during last night's episode. I didn't think that that was uh, <laughs> it. Didn't really fit with the the flavor of the rest of the show. One final question before we move on: Any Starbucks cups or orange crush? There was a water bottle. Or... Yeah, there was a water bottle. There, there was a water bottle. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it might have come in. Shame. Uh... Oh, you did again. You did clean Shame. the set. Shame. 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 They, they Shame. just really didn't Shame. care. Shame. There, there's an interesting kind of supercut going around of a lot of the uh, the actors on their promotional tours uh, and their kind of crunchy reactions to when asked, so how's this season stack up to the rest? They knew. They knew it was garbage. <laughs> what I want to know. Wait a moment. They, what sir. I want to know is. This is strong talk. At what point did they know? Did they know when they read the script? Did they figure it out on set when they saw the advanced screenings? Like, I, I, I'm curious at what point that they all went. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. To the kids out there, knowledge is free. Be the goodest you can. There you anyway. go. Absolutely. Well I uh, finally got my dining room table yesterday. It is beautiful. I, I I can finally eat on a chair and on a table, no longer standing over the sink and eating. So I'm very, <laughs> very happy this morning. You were standing over the For sink months, to eat. Yeah. There For you three go. months. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, very, very well, fresh and rejuvenated off a, a weekend full of ant fighting. 
Uh, they are trying to break the perimeter of my new uh, new establishment. I'm 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 seeing scouts being sent out. Mm. The the occasional early troop, like you know, maybe you know, not not a full fledged army of ants, but you know, maybe fifteen to twenty. So, and you gotta stop it right there. I'm I'm I got night vision goggles on. I got a, a tie wrapped around my head like I'm Rambo. Like I'm oh man, I got the face paint on. They have no idea what they're messing Taking with. Taking on the ants. Oh boy, boy, when it does. win that battle, oh god, or suffer. It's amazing sometimes. You you go in your bathroom or wherever they've infested, and it's just oh my god. Where'd you might, guys? Might come be from? a million ants there. You got to be careful too. If you just squash them and don't clean up, they put out a uh, chemical. Uh, a hormone. When you squash them, it's the bring the army chemical. We're under attack. Send right. more ants. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, you got to scoop them up and throw them all away, and then get that out. Windex. You Windex them. It kills them. Eliminates that uh, that stink of the hormone. Man, Judy and I fought an ant battle once. That was well, it was not unlike a previous episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> it was, a, it was a, a big ass battle. In short, but uh, back to the thread. Uh, anyway. There's Marsha Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marsha? I'm doing very well. We have a celebrity birthday of note today. The singularly named Shantus Cher hits 73. Cher's net worth, my friends, $370 million. Wow. Actress and political activist Cher, yes. actress, singer, yes. political activist Cher, is worth $370 million. Yes, no indeed. Idea. Yes, go. indeed. Good for her. Done very well for herself over the years. Still tweeting about how much she hates Trump and that oh, sort of yeah. thing, even in her mid-70s. A gift that keeps giving. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How to Get to Be Monday, May 20th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then let's begin the show. According to FCC rules and regulations, here we go at... Uh, did I say regulations? I've got to stop <laughs> reading while I'm talking. One thing at a time, dum-dum. Here we go, and Mark... You freed your brother. You committed treason. I freed my brother. And you slaughtered a city. Oh, man. Oh, man. That, is that what about is and then the is dominoes and then the dominoes guys showed up and said, "Who ordered the pizza?" Right. Oh, dang it! <laughs> and then they left, left it right there on the palace shame. steps. And shame! We, and we didn't even shame. Shame. We check didn't, the set. Shame! And we didn't even edit it out. I mean, how did we miss that? It's unbelievable. <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, President Trump launching Twitter salvos. Yet another New York Times report and Iranian miscreants. Arnold Schwarzenegger drop-kicked and millions suffering from Game of Thrones hangovers. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> right. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. Very nice. We have our weekly shower thoughts to kick off the week on a contemplative note. Oh, so good. Next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Is this some share on her birthday? Yep. Oh boy, Michael. I, I know. Stuff. <clears throat> so uh, let me know if I smell like cat urine. Oh. I, I have an explanation for that. If anybody will do, if anybody notices that, but uh, more on that later. Will do. Gotcha. Mailbag. That missile that landed by the embassy in Iraq, our embassy was uh, made in Iran. So that could be a big deal. That was announced last night. Exciting times. 
Is it? Are they? Let's begin with our weekly shower thoughts as compiled in by Rich in Salt Lake City. Somewhere out there, there's a graphic designer who designed the patterns on bus seats, and he's proud of his work. You know, that wouldn't make any sense to me, except I just happen to ride on a bus. Or, or... anything like that. Sure. Yeah, yeah I yeah. often think that when I'm in a uh, hotel or any kind of building. I think somebody mm. made that, designed that. Like why that, Why that pattern? Why that look? The mass-produced art on a hotel wall, that yeah. sort of thing. Wow, that's perfect, Jim. Nice job. <laughs> and there it goes, up on thousands of walls. And he probably wanted to be... You know, Rembrandt, he or she. Sure. And that's what you're making is kind of just bland, non-offensive art for hotel rooms. Right. You come up with something nice, then the CEO says, I don't know, it's got an awful lot of blue in it. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, sir, Mr. Schmedley. I'll uh, I'll, I'll take some of that blue right out of there. Oh, you son of your dirty mother <laughs> bastard. I hate you so <laughs> Jack, every light switch is also a dark switch. Ooh, I should start calling them dark switches. Wait a minute. Doesn't that really say something about the nature of life or something? Does it mean we're all optimists at heart? Do we call them light switches and not dark switches? Maybe that's it. Go out and have a great day. (laughs) I don't don't know. (laughs) Oh, let's see. Uh, We take for granted that most snakes and spiders are solitary animals. Imagine them traveling in packs. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Um... So my wife killed a big wolf spider that a, it was a giant wolf spider. And then when she hit it with a broom or something like that, it scared the cat. And that's why you smell like cat. <laughs> that's it's a different story. Oh, OK, but uh, so we're trying to connect the dots. Turned out it was a pregnant wolf spider spider. And then like a thousand baby wolf spiders poured ah! out of this little out of the big one and ran in different directions. Mm. It was just horrifying. And it was like something out of a movie. Yikes. And uh, and it reminded me of a stat. I'll have to look back, back up. There are more spiders in the world than practically anything. And at any given time, there are three spiders within nine feet of you anywhere in the world. Something like that. Mm. Some statistics I came across. There are just spiders everywhere. Chilling. Yeah. Well, if you're scared of spiders, it's chilling. Yeah. I'm not sure anybody likes them a great deal. Although I find them interesting. I don't hate them. Uh, let's see. If Batman was real, internet forums would figure out he's Bruce Wayne in about an hour. That's right. They dox him. Exactly. You know where he lives? Wayne Manor. Right. Right. Exactly. Then and there'd be a protest and they'd be shouting for his head. Even your most basic facial recognition technology would figure out the whole Clark Kent Superman thing and instantly. Oh, yeah. Facial recognition. Wait, he's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> well, and he has precisely the same voice. He doesn't even attempt to, to you know. He worked with Simple to disguise it, yeah. Howdy, folks. This is Adam West. Armstrong and Getty mm-hmm. may be drinkers, Robin, but they're okay guys. Sober what? up. Wow. Did Adam Just, West it's pass? Kind of out of context. Did he pass? He, he has moved on, I okay. believe. Has he? I don't know. <laughs> I was guessing. Uh, every zombie movie or show assumes the zombies would never attack each other. Huh. Uh, that is a good point. Why are they so unified? What do they have that we don't have? Hmm. Common it, purpose, eating brains. Right. They, they know that their other zombies got no brains. Right. There's nothing for them there. Right, exactly. Well, so it's selfishness in its way. The mark of good writing, and Game, Game of Thrones fans, perhaps you'd like to uh, noodle this one around. The mark of good writing is that you are angry at the characters for the decisions they make, not the writers for having the characters make those decisions. That's a good point. That's an interesting point. It rings so true. I mean, if if you completely lose your awareness that this is being written, you're probably a simpleton. But I understand the point. You don't really think that, though, if you really get sucked into a show. Yeah, I know what you mean. I can't believe he did that. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. You mean you can't believe a team of writers over weeks decided that's what they wanted to do? I will tell you this. Sean's criticisms of the G of the T is uh, are more harsh than mine. Um, I'm a patient man. I'm a middle child. I bring people together. Um, but you could see the writing in a way that you shouldn't be able to. Toward the end? Uh, yeah, the last season. Hmm. And you could see them think, all right, we got to wrap this up. <laughs> Come on, let's go. <laughs> right. Major plot twist now. Let's see. Uh, telling a person, oh, no, no, this is it. Flu-like symptoms is the tastes-like chicken of the medical world. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. No. So from my sports radio days, um, flu-like symptoms for an athlete is code for hungover. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. That's yeah. good to know. That's good to know oh, really? as a casual fan. Yeah, I mean, that, not scientifically backed up in any sure. sort of literature, but, you know, amongst those in the in the talking circles, yeah, we, oh, okay. One, a lot of flu-like symptoms on Miami road games. Gotcha. So, uh, let's see. Somehow, writes JT in Livermore, I somehow missed the origins of the shame bell, but it's instantly become one of my all-time favorite bits. <laughs> well, we... Shame, shame, shame. For, for playing the shame bell. Shame. Practically without context, Michael. Shame. We used to have a beating wand, but uh, the state stepped OSHA. in and said, "Oh, didn't yeah, think you, it was cool. You gotta stop that. You gotta." To me, uh, it's a motivator. But different people can have different opinions. Less mistakes when we had a beating wand, right? Exactly. A notable drop in mistakes. Duke. A really high turnover rate of employees, <laughs> yeah, though. True. True. Duke writes. I wonder if it's Duke, my former neighbor. I just wanted to comment on Nancy Pelosi's statement about how merit is a bad word. I wonder why Nancy is speaking to all of us right now. Oh, she's the leader of her party. Why isn't AOC the Speaker of the House? It is because she has the most merit? Anyway, Owen, too. Mm, Good one. Yeah, it's a good point. And then uh, I was talking, I guess, uh, Friday. Was it Friday about... um, I lost it. Where'd it go? Oh, somebody sent us a uh, fast food restaurant that had their, their various soda pops... And they said the Dr. Pepper pairs very nicely with the number two. We were talking about wine a little bit Friday. So. Fantastic. Yeah. Marshall's news and my tales of sleeping on a hospital floor coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. So much going on, and so much of it is so serious, I hate to even tease it, but I feel like the abortion issue is getting a uh, a full talking about in a way that it hasn't in decades. Mm. Decades. Yeah. Including, for instance, a whole bunch of uh, adults who were the product of rapes getting together and speaking over the weekend, saying, hey, I'm glad mom didn't abort me because she was raped. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Among other things. It's, um, it's heavy stuff, no, no doubt. doubt. No doubt. One of the most interesting points I've heard made recently is that the president has very limited power in that world, but presidential elections become obsessed with abortion. Sure. It distorts elections. I just, I don't want it to distort our show, although some of the issues involved are just, they're pretty interesting. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump has issued a series of salvos, the president blasting the New York Times after the newspaper reported that anti-money laundering specialist at Deutsche Bank reportedly flagged several suspicious transactions linked to Trump and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, in 2016 and 2017. 
In a series of tweets this morning, the president said, and I quote the failing New York Times, it will pass away when I leave office in six years. (laughs) And others of the fake news media keep writing phony stories about how I didn't use many banks because they didn't want to do business with me. Wrong! It is because I don't need money. Very old-fashioned, but true. When you don't need money or want money, you don't need or want banks. Banks have always been available to me. They want to make money. Fake news is actually the biggest story of all and is the true enemy of the people. That's the end of that salvo. Meanwhile, on another front, Trump was taking aim at Iran tweeting... And this was today as well? This was Sunday. Oh, Sunday. I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. The, the bank uh, tweets were this morning. This was on Sunday. On another front, Trump was taking aim at Iran tweeting, If Iran wants to fight, that will be the official end of Iran. The tweets coming a few hours after a rocket was fired into the Iraqi capital's heavily fortified green zone and landed less than a mile from the U.S. embassy. The same model missile used by Iranian forces. If that was on purpose, that was a hell of a provocative move by somebody. Again, you always got to look for the false flag operation of somebody. Who knows who? Right. Saudi Arabia or who knows who? Or some militia who doesn't like the uh, Iran-backed militias and got a hold of one of those missiles a while back. Or There, there are a dozen possibilities. Meanwhile, advice from General David Petraeus. Iran, don't overplay your hand. Petraeus, who also served as CIA director under President Obama, gave an interview with ABC's This Week saying President Trump is actually asking for something pretty reasonable from Tehran. It's pretty clear that he doesn't want to go to war with Iran. Uh, He's not after regime change. He's after what Secretary Pompeo has announced as the objective, which is uh, regime behavior change. Uh, I like that. I thought Petraeus' interview was great. I thought the questioning was terrible, as often as on Face Nation, as they just try to drag out conflict and anti-Trump information. That's their only goal. Last week when they were interviewing Robert Gates, it was nonstop, but Trump did this, what do you think? Trump said this, what do you think? Just waiting for the opportunity. Luckily, Robert Gates was smart enough to sidestep that show and just give answers, as was David Petraeus. So Martha Radich said, doesn't this have a lot of the whiff of the build-up to the war in Iraq? And he said, no. Nice. Nice. They work so hard to come up with anti-Trump angles in their stories, as opposed to just get some information on a big topic from somebody smart. Right. Like David Petraeus. Right. It appears illegals are not going to be going to Florida after all. A spokeswoman for Governor Ron DeSantis said that federal authorities will not be sending the immigrants as previously thought. Local officials in two Democratic counties said they were told by the feds last week to expect two plane loads of immigrants each week. But the Republican governor talked to Donald Trump on Saturday. Trump told the governor there are no plans to send immigrants to Florida. He had not authorized such a plan. But it does appear that uh, flying illegals who are arrested in South Texas to San Diego will continue. Meanwhile, Arnold Schwarzenegger is okay after getting blindsided and drop kicked at a sporting event in South Africa. Yes. 71-year-old former governor of California was visiting for the Arnold Classic Africa. In a video of the incident, Schwarzenegger is seen filming a jump rope competition on his Snapchat when a man jumps uh, up. Jump! Jump faster if you want the win! <laughs> You're going to lose! <laughs> when a man... When a, when a man... Jump faster <laughs> yeah. if you want to win! That's the game! <laughs> when a man jumps up and kicks him in the back, 
The man was detained. Schwarzenegger said he didn't even realize he was kicked, thinking he was just being jostled by the crowd. Wow, it was like a flea. <laughs> didn't hurt at all. How old is Arnold Schwarzenegger? 71. Like 71. And yeah. You know, it's funny. Everybody uses the term drop kicked. What does the, is that a thing in kicking people, Sean? You're an MMA fan, the mixed martial arts. It's like a wrestling term. When you would jump off the ropes and you would get horizontal. There's right. a guy trying to fly and kicked an old man right, right in the back. You watch the video, you could see this guy's ooch around the background. And at one point, he, he approaches Arnold, and he had the look of the crazy person. Mm. And yes. security kind of shoes him away and all. But then he came back and kind of low-keyed it, then just kicked an old man in the back. I broke six ribs. Of course, maybe Arnold sexed up that guy's mom, and he still resents it. <laughs> wow. Hardly any need I had my that. good times, yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Arnold is still a very large man, even in his 70s. Oh, my back. That hurts. There he is. And, and then his two security guys, who are every bit as big as him, and 40 years his junior, uh, they, they made sure that, uh, well, they, they made sure the guy wouldn't do it again. Yes. <laughs> and look around the office. There may be some people missing. More than 10.5 million Americans are expected to take off work today because of last night's Game of Thrones I w- finale. I was thinking about it. Emotionally despondent. Oh, boy. <laughs> Could have been your spirit day or something. Personal something, health right? day. Just, or just rage day. Something that we get. <laughs> the uh, highly anticipated ending to the HBO mega hit is set to go down as one of the most watched television finales in history. Uh, I will have comments on the show itself. Just a couple. And don't worry, we'll give you plenty of uh, alerts if there's spoilers coming down You should have watched it. But the reactions to it... Spoiler alert, you should have watched it. (laughs) The the reaction to it on the media today will make everybody want to take up a sword and hack somebody. Just in general, was there a big ending like... uh... I don't know. What's an example of a big ending? Like, the, like the Bob Newhart when he wakes up and it's like, oh, man, yeah. I had this crazy yeah. dream. It was certainly dramatically interesting. But a bit, did, did, did the major character die or it all turned out to be a dream? I'm saying the, the biggest moments happened in the previous episodes. They, mm-hmm. they, they didn't really save anything for this one. This was just kind of. Did the screen just go dark to the sounds of Journey? <laughs> no, no, it didn't do that. <laughs> nope. It's Foreigner. Cold as ice. Oh, good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. NBA playoffs. Raptors beat the Bucks. Milwaukee leads oh, 2-1. The Raptors showing signs of life. And the Golden State Warriors can finish off their four-game sweep tonight as they visit the Portland Trailblazers for Game 4. Here's your prediction. Yep. After Game 3, in which Portland led the entire game by large margins, Golden State stormed back and beat them on their own floor and beat them bad. Portland doesn't even show up tonight. The Warriors get to the stadium. The lights are off. There's nobody there. (laughs) Just complete capitulation. Sorry, Blazers fans. Really. It it gives me no joy to say that. While sweeping your way into the NBA Finals. That's something. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Without your best player. And then the uh, the sports world can enjoy the always stimulating rest or rust <laughs> argument. Yes, if if Golden State you know gets several days off, and oh uh, boy, oh boy, <laughs> always a good time. It's good to be West rested, Jim. On the other hand, Bill, they haven't played in four. All right, all right. Oh, shut up! Shut up, you! Yeah. All right, here you go. Here's your daily Joe Getty kick in the stomach. 
practically stem to stern the mainstream media this morning, the TV critics, the commentators, here's their gripe about the outcome of Game of Thrones. And this is might kind of semi be a spoiler. Jack, what do you say to that? Should have watched your show. <laughs> Here is the gripe that the ending wasn't woke enough. Oh, come on. Who say are people saying Everybody! that? Everybody. Really? Every they really missed an opportunity to send a message <sighs> that a person of blank or I I mean that really would have sent a more positive message. Oh jeez. Oh, I wanted to leap into my radio and just <laughs> joke about it. <laughs> oh, it's it's insufferable. Oh, fantastic. What kind of a message does that send to people that and oh, and this is a great one. This is a minor plot thing, but at one point, one of the characters suggests that, hey, why don't we why don't we have everybody vote for who ought to rule them? And of course, he's laughed out, and the, yeah, I'll ask my horse, and 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 so he's, he's shouted down. He sits down somewhat shamefacedly, uh, but and and people are like that doesn't didn't really sound, send a good message. I mean, especially in these times, to act as though democracy is a bad idea. And I'm like, number one, it's the friggin' Middle Ages, and somebody actually brought up the idea. You stupid idiots! That's that's good. That's progress. Oh my god. Ah. Oh. So uh, more on that later in Sean's 32nd Game of Thrones recap, which is oh, always good. Yeah. Joe Biden, uh, his eighth different kind of launch over the weekend, but he signaled exactly how he's going to run against Donald Trump. And, uh, and uh, well, we'll see what you think of it. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm about to get a you got this is just across, just across the wire. There was a water bottle spotted in the Game of Thrones finale. Oh man! The story is just out totally now. ruined it. One scene. There. Shame! Shame! Check, check the set before you roll. Shame! Shame! I feel like this is about to become a thing with TV shows, as I'm sure this has always been the case. But now you've got uh, freeze frame and high def. I mean, there's no way you would notice this water bottle. It's not as obvious as the Starbucks cup. I've been enjoying that sort of thing on the Internet for uh, for many moons. The bloopers, the uh, production bloopers on movies and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Got to love it. But uh, this one, it's really hard to see, even with the zoom in still picture. Yeah. It's just it's barely you can barely tell what's going on. So, one character regrew a limb in one shot. He had his hand famously chopped off quite a while back, and mm. there he has it again, very briefly for one shot. Then in Game of Thrones, it's gone again. Oh, yes. These things happen. What are you going to do? You going to check the set? You can check the set. Some new poll numbers out. Maybe we'll talk about that later. I don't know. We're 533 days away from the elections. So. Yeah, you got to keep it in perspective. Yeah, right. Yeah, do it. Exactly. We'll mention it to you. We're not going to hold it back. People have a right to know or something. So uh, we did a procedure with my son in the hospital over the weekend. We were there for a couple of days at the hospital. The worst place to try to get a night's sleep on earth is a hospital, even oh, though you're constantly reminded that no. the most important thing you can do is get some sleep. Get some rest. Now it's important you rest. <laughs> dang, dang, clang, clang. Hello. Ah! Open, shut, clonk, clonk. Oh, Lord. Right. It's uh, it's surprising to me that they haven't come up with a way to make the doors quieter or, 
or a lot of different things. Well, the last hospital I was in, it, they pride themselves on quiet. Oh, and it was the best ever. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was fabulous. It was quiet enough here. It was just so many interruptions, I think. just Yeah, there's that. He was getting a um, an infusion therapy so that every time the bag ran out, an alarm would go off. And instead of just like a gentle ding, time for a new bag, or it alerts them, but it's quiet in the room. It's bat, 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 oh. at one thirty in the morning. Time for a new bag. Apparently. Arriga, arriga. <laughs> That's just the way it is. <laughs> and I wasn't planning on spending the night. I thought we thought that uh, mom would spend the night in the hospital room with him, and then I would go home. But we ended up, he wanted both of us there. So we got a babysitter for uh, the oldest Sam, and I stayed in the hospital room. I hadn't a plan for that, so I slept on the hard tile floor, <sighs> just laying on the floor with a tiny little blanket over me with my jacket for a pillow. And it I- was- I'm guessing the last time you did that, it was because you're hammered. Yeah, well, and if you're hammered, you got a chance of getting a slip. No, I don't know if I've no, ever. The floor's fine. I'll be. I'll be good. <laughs> I have said that, but only on carpeted floors. I think I don't think I've ever slept on a. Mm. My wife said we're sleeping like the H tonight. <laughs> the H around the corner. Oh boy, there are plenty of H outside the window of the hospital. The homeless. Yes. <laughs> um, I thought sleeping rough, and it would help to be a little messed up on uh, meth or oxycontin or whatever it's got me in this situation in the first place. Because I think, as a sleeping remedy goes, the oxy is probably better than the meth. Being completely sober, sleeping on this floor is damn near impossible. Right. It was really uncomfortable. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Floors are. I I remember the last time I thought. No. Oh, that's right. I was moving my son in to his college. Uh, little. It's like a little duplex thing. It was an apartment essentially. And um, and and I said no, I'll sleep on the floor. We got a sleeping bag, right? I'll put a I'll put a blanket under me, and I'm lay down. I'm like, oh my god. A, I'm old. B, this floor does not give. And then C, some of you may remember this. I woke up in the morning covered with flea bites. Oh, my legs were completely flea bitten, which was horrible. In your son's apartment? Yeah, yeah. But the landlord was appropriately horrified and treated it immediately. Fantastic. And so only I got bitten by fleas. It's one of the like ad- I'm some sort of stray dog. One of the advantages of sleeping on the floor at the hospital, obviously, is you can assume everything is perfectly clean. Yeah. And it, and it, and it, and it seemed Probably to be. cleaner than your bed. So we were there from, we got there, we had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning on Friday. He had to be there at 5.30 to start the whole process of getting put under and everything like that for his various tests and all the different things they did. They now call spinal taps lumbar punctures. Oh, I don't know if they just... And I thought, do you think that euphemism makes it sound less awful? No! Because nobody's sure what a spinal tap is. It sounds like they tap like a beer tap. Once you learn what it is, it's it's troubling, but most people don't know what it is. But a a lumbar puncture sounds worse than a spinal tap. I thought if that was an attempt to make a nicer sounding word, I think you went the wrong direction. Yeah. Puncture is one of those words that sounds like what it is. Yeah. It's a very punctury word. It sounds awful. I hate that term. Yeah. You got to change it. And they, uh, for some reason, didn't get whatever you get on the lumbar puncture, the first puncture, and they had to puncture him three times, and his oh, back was crazy sore, still Lord. sore. Oh, yeah, I don't know, man. And I don't have any idea how that whole thing works. I don't know if that's a common thing or, or I, I don't have any idea. Yeah. Normally, it takes a seven tries. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's <laughs> right, that exactly, or if, or if missing on the first try, you like get demoted and your pay cut yeah, or whatever. You I don't have know no that, perspective. That, I know on all kinds of medical stuff. Like I don't know if that happens one out of a hundred times or one out of ten million. Like it'll be in a medical journal this weekend because it was something i have no idea um uh but he was sore from that everything else he is pretty fine with he didn't really like having uh the thing in his arm 
to get the infusion, but he, he dealt but with he it. put up with it? Yeah, Good. but he had this thing on his head because they were monitoring his brainwaves, so he had like 40 different little things stuck to his head all the way around to monitor his brainwaves all night long, and he really hated sleeping with that, and was screaming at the top of his lungs. But we had the live monitor in there, and it was kind of fun watching his brainwaves the whole time oh, because wow. he'd... He'd be kind of calm, and his brainwaves would be pretty flat, and then he'd get all agitated and screaming, and his brainwaves would get all crazy and everything like that. Wow. That was cool to see. Wow. And then we realized, I, I don't know if we signed, I might have signed something that, that, that told me this, because you signed so much paperwork, and it's similar to user agreements for Apple now. It's like 50 pages. and Closing for a house. And you're holding your crying kid while you're signing it, so it's not uh. like you got a lawyer with you to read through it and figure out what it is. But at some point, we realized... Um, on the brainwave stuff, we saw a mouse moving around and everything like that. And we looked down the corner. Oh, we're on video. Oh, there's a camera there. Oh, somebody somewhere is watching everything we do. Oh boy, on a video camera. Do you think they have sound? Because we've said a lot of not nice things about various things. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and I had no. I I said, how can they be recording us? Did we? Did I know that? And she said, we might have signed off on an. I don't know. Maybe I signed off on. You will be monitored at all times. You realize that's right. And that was part of what oh, I signed. Oh man. Yeah, there's a camera in there the whole time. Did you ever nail down the sound question? I'll bet they got sound. I didn't ask. Should ask. Yeah, suppose. let's all pretend this Do you hasn't, think there's sound? doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. man, if there's sound, I mean, that'd be uncool. If I'm going to monitor a kid for those purposes, yeah, I'm going to want sound. Including the parents uh, muttering about various things? Well, that's well, the entertainment part. You, you are the <laughs> dolphin that gets caught up in the tuna net. <laughs> Of, of medical costs. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. We, but we both immediately thought, what have we said and done? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be jabbing us with needles just for fun. Puncture my lumbar. Vengeance. Say that about me. Come after you. Um, can, we, anyway, can we call it, uh, let's see, It's what is the, the, the lining around the spine? That's uh, the meningi, the meningitis. So uh, how about you call it a meningeal gift <laughs> instead a, of a lumbar or puncture? Or evaluation. I mean, meningeal valuation sounds better than a lumbar puncture. Well, value you're not evaluating, you're jabbing. I mean, you got to be semi-accurate, right? Well, I'm going to be asleep, so you don't have to be that accurate. But I don't want to hear about this when I'm awake. A spinal introduction. Don't use the word puncture in front of me. Yarg. Um, but we got home on uh, Friday and uh, or on uh, Saturday around noon, and then that's where we are. And we'll wait for results and see what happens, and I'll let you know about it. Yeah, wow. All it was right. a long, long freaking weekend, I'll tell you that. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.